stop being in denial of the red flags, if there are red flags, see them for what they are, and ask yourself, if I still have these red flags several months or several years down the road, is this how I want to be living my life? Welcome to the Love You Want podcast. This podcast is about empowering yourself and your relationships so you can then go on to find and attract the kind of relationships that you truly deserve and desire. This is your host, Anne Helgren, and I'm so glad you're here today. If you want a show that is open and unapologetic about the complexities of romantic relationships, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Love You Want podcast with myself, Anne Helgren, your host. I am really thankful, first of all, for every each and every one of you have, who has been listening to the podcast so far. I started the podcast last year um, in, in the summer, in June, and so far it's been really, really uh, such a journey, uh, really, really inspirational through the content that I've been sharing because of the guests that have been on here and also through my own stuff. I do put in a lot of work and effort to find out what people want to know about, what people want to listen to, and I hope it has been serving you so far and continues to do so. I'm going to ask each and every one of you who are listening into the podcast for a favor. I usually do this at the end, but I'm going to ask you now if you could please subscribe to the podcast, if you could please rate the podcast and review the podcast. But specifically, if you could please subscribe to the podcast, that would be a huge, huge help. I'm trying to work on reaching larger audiences, and this would really help with that as well, as well as the rating. So thank you in advance for doing that. So before we go on, I tend to get my inspiration from various sources when it comes to creating these podcasts um, through conversations I have with my friends and family, through questions I get through my clients, why my clients come to me as well. And I use that for inspiration to create a podcast. Now, as most of you who are listening to me and have heard me before, um, I am a relationship coach. I work with clients who are in a relationship and those who are single. The one thing that they have in common is that they are looking to empower themselves in their relationships and they're looking to do this so they can attract and find the right kind of relationships for them. Now having said that some people are not interested even in finding a relationship immediately right like that is further down the road and that's the goal further down the road right but what they're really interested in doing right now is finding out how can I improve my own self-worth, my own self-confidence? How can I get real clarity on who I am and what I need and what I want? How can I really understand how to communicate with others as effectively as possible so I'm able to speak up for myself, no longer be a doormat, and I'm able to communicate in a manner as well that is not passive-aggressive or that is not seen as ineffective way of communicating shall we say so you know looking at things like boundaries as well and the whole point of doing all of this work that I do with my clients is to help them get an empowered mindset this is so important my lovelies you need to have an empowered mindset so you're able to attract what is right for you and you're able to 
have a relationship that is right for you. And you're also able to leave when you identify that it is not right for you. And it's very hard to do this if you do not have an empowered mindset. So there are a couple of things that I want to share with you today around that. So what I've been getting asked a lot is, how do I know if this relationship is right for me? So let's get started. I want to reflect on a couple of questions and a couple of points that I think are really important in helping you understand whether that relationship is right for you. If you find that, you know what, okay, I really don't feel like I'm in the right relationship, but I really want to explore this a little bit more. Because you are a dear listener, and I'm so grateful for your support, I'm always offering a 30-minute free coaching consultation to my podcast listeners. You'll find the link on the show notes. Just click on my Calendly link, schedule in a free 30-minute coaching call. If I'm able to serve you effectively and you feel that you are served just through those 30 minutes, fantastic. If you see that this is a good opportunity to continue working together, fantastic. Either way, you've nothing to lose. Schedule in a free call. If you think any of these points have remade you think about your own dating patterns, perhaps if you're single, or has remade you think about the relationship that you currently are in or are about to get into. So, all right, let's get started. I'm going to be doing five questions this week. Next week, I'm going to be doing the next five questions. So I just want to be able to do this in two episodes so that we can really kind of dig deep um, into the questions a little bit more to give you that added value of why these questions are so important. Okay, so first question, are your values very different? When you think about things like your spiritual values, your life values, your parenting values, your life values in things that really matter to you. So, you know, that could be your career as well. Um, are they really different from each other? Now, I know they say opposites attract. And yes, they do. To some extent, they do. And it is healthy that you don't need to share all the same values, right? Like we're not looking for that. We're looking to identify that the things that really matter to your core so if your faith and your spirituality is important and you're a very spiritual person, whatever God you believe in or whatever higher being you believe in, and the other person is extremely far removed from that, that can cause a lot of conflict further down the line. You know, I, I think when it comes to certain values, there needs to be a certain amount of alignment between the two of you. So for example, even your parenting values, if you feel like it's really important that your children are brought up in a certain way. Um, so for example, you think your children should be brought up with a good education, you value education, you, you value good manners, you value certain language being used or not being used around the house. And one other parent is swearing left, right, and center in front of the children and has a very differing way of disciplining the children than you do, for example. Or if one parent has a way of looking at life, like, oh, it doesn't matter. They don't need to do their homework. They don't need to do that. They don't, you know, just let them be. 
you know, kind of a bit more like relaxed hippie kind of way. And I, I don't mean that in any ill intended manner, by the way, but it's just an emphasis. Beware of your core values, right? Core values. And this is important because we're not always going to be a match on all our values, right? It was just appreciating which are your core ones and which ones do you not want to negotiate on? And I guess that's the key thing. Which ones do you not want to negotiate on if this person is not playing on the same level as you? So think about that. How different are your core values? Then again, obviously, my lovelies, you know that life is also about negotiating and so is about relationships. It's also about negotiating certain things. So it's not to say that even your core values, every single aspect has to be met, but you want a good amount of alignment for sure. Okay, number two, what kind of conflict are you experiencing in your relationship? Now, again, you know, we know that there is healthy conflicts and unhealthy toxic conflict there is always going to be some conflict in a relationship I think going through a relationship thinking that you've found this amazing lovely person and everything is hunky-dory and you all lovey-dovey and live happily ever after relationships take work and it's just not a very realistic way of looking at a relationship relationships will have conflict the question is is it healthy conflict Is it healthy conflict? And what do I mean by that? Healthy conflict looks like you disagree with someone around a particular issue, but it's okay. You're not forcing the other person to be on your side. You're not having to keep arguing you and trying to convince the other person that they are completely wrong unless they agree with you. You're not trying to prove that you're always right. Or the other person is not trying to do that either, right? You can agree to disagree. And for me, this is a huge one. You know, I always say, okay, we're not going anywhere. Let's agree to disagree and leave it at that. It doesn't need to continue forever and ever and ever. Now, of course, there's certain things you might not want to agree to disagree worth getting some help around those issues. But when I talk about the other kind of conflicts, so this is the unhealthy toxic conflict um i'm talking about the kind of conflict that honestly when you've experienced it you know it is draining it is literally soul suckingly draining it feels like your mind your spirit your everything within you just feels ah oh, i want to get out of here i don't want to be in this space with this person because I'm feeling completely and utterly drained from this conflict. And if you're feeling that a lot, because there's one thing to be like, ah, this is frustrating, et cetera. And there's another thing to feel mentally, emotionally, psychologically drained to the point where you feel you are disassociating yourself from your normal day-to-day things. You're just, your, your work is being affected. Your parenting is being affected. Your habits are being affected. Like you no longer want to do that run. You used to love running. You no longer want to do that anymore. You no longer find joy in the things that used to bring you joy. That for me would be a huge, and especially if it's happening quite often, it would be a huge warning sign that you are experiencing toxic conflict and unhealthy conflict. 
if it, feel, if it feels like it's the same issue again and again and again being brought up, being unresolved, that you're still fighting over the same thing several years, several months down the line. So it doesn't need to be the same scenario, for example, but it's around the same things. Again, that is not healthy conflict. And you really want to address this because my lovelies, I promise you, it will affect every aspect of your life. It will sip into your career and your business. It will sip into your parenting. It will sip into your friendships. It will sip into every area of your life, your mental health, your physical health. So this is a huge one. Just really be mindful of that. Okay. So number four is a bit of an interesting one for me. So, and the reason I'm going to say this is because when you start looking at the person who you're dating, you need to ask yourself, are there things that I'm, am I really finding myself struggling to trust this person because they have made me feel like I cannot trust them? Or am I replaying old records in my head from previous relationships where there was mistrust or where there was a reason that I I carry this baggage. And so this is really important. And I just really want to emphasize this. Do you find it difficult to trust the one you are with? And if this is constantly in your mind, the lack of trust or not the worry of whether you're trusting them or not, you really want to kind of think twice about that as well. But again, I say this with a caveat of being mindful, whether it is because they have given you a reason not to trust them, they have said or done something that you know, this is why I don't trust you because of this action of this word or etc. But it's coming from them and not from your previous relationships, not from your previous programmings, not from your paranoia. So just be really mindful. Now, how do you know where it's coming from? It's not always easy to discern. Um, Again, perhaps click on that Calendly link and scheduling that 30-minute free consultation call. Let's dig a bit deeper of where that mistrust is coming. See if there's a theme around it, whether it's just with that person or other areas of your life where you seem to carry this level of mistrust. Either way, um, happy to help you dig into that a little bit deeper. Some of you might know already my background is also in counseling psychology. So my clients have found it very helpful to be able to dig deeper in certain issues beyond just a coaching session. So something to think about, but you definitely do not want to be in a relationship where you're constantly worried about trusting that person, whether that issue is from yourself. So if this is based on your old programming, your old patterns, previous experiences, or whether it's coming from them. If it's coming from them, work together as a couple. And, you know, if you want to do that, of course, if you're capable of doing that and work around those issues, but don't live in that in that space. And if it's coming from you, I promise you definitely want to work on that as well. You do not deserve to go throughout life from one relationship or one scenario or even with your friendships, just constantly worrying about who you can and cannot trust. 
You deserve better, my lovelies. So um, let's work on that trust issue as well. The other thing is, um, so whether you're, when you're looking at whether that relationship is right for you. So coming to the fourth thing is looking back and seeing, is this person holding me back from who I want to be or the best version of myself? Now, I think this is a huge one. Those who listen to me know I'm all about empowerment, know that I'm about finding your best self, which I believe, by the way, is a journey. It's not a goal. It's something that we continuously work on every single day. And um, you want to be with someone who helps you become your best self at the least, but they do not hinder you, right? You want to be with somebody who helps you do the work to be your best self. So whether it's stopping certain habits, they're able to encourage you and be like, you know what, babe, I don't really think that that's good for you. I don't really think that's healthy for you. Um, and if it's something that you're interested in stopping as well, you know, let's do that. Let's stop that habit. Let's stop that pattern of behavior. So, yes, I think this is a really important one because people sometimes can come in different lovely packages looking like they want the best for you and they're really happy for you. But not everyone is, unfortunately. And that's the truth. Some people will pretend to want the best version of you. But really, fundamentally, when you start, when they start seeing you grow or they start seeing you do something, perhaps, you know, eat healthier or exercise more, your business is going well, you've climbed up your career ladder, they suddenly don't seem so happy for you like they were apparently. So that's something you might want to really think twice about. How much support am I getting from this person or how much pushback am I getting from this person and I'm trying to grow, when I'm trying to do things for myself to take me to the next level? When I'm trying to create a best version of myself, is this person actually going to walk with me in this journey? Or is this a person who is going to be kind of holding my foot down, stopping me from taking the next step and the next step and the next step? So something to think about. So that brings us to number five. And as I mentioned, that um, I will be doing the other sessions next week. By the way, guys, well, before, before we move on to number five, you know, I talked about how being your best self is a journey. And I love to share things when I can to help other people as well. There is this amazing uh, diary that I've discovered and I can't shut up about it enough. So I am, uh, I'm going to include the link onto the show notes. Go ahead and check it out. It's called the Six Minute Diary. It's amazing in helping you create a better version of yourself by journaling in the morning for three minutes and in the evening for three minutes. It gives you so many amazing tools and stuff in between that as well. And it's way more than just a journal. It actually has different sections to tell you why the why you're doing what you're doing and why it works so well. Okay. Like I, I can't even put it in words, but I'm telling you there's a link on the show notes. Click on to it, check it out. The reviews have been amazing. And that's what made me actually go get one myself. But if you are interested in a journey of creating your best self, I cannot recommend this diary higher. So, okay. So point number five, 
The other thing to look at is when you feel that if, if this person is right for you or not, you want to ask yourself, are there red flags that I'm seeing? And I know they're there, but something in my mind is causing me to go into denial or ignore them because everything else is so lovely, because they're so kind, they're so funny, they're so generous, they're so cute, they're so et cetera, et cetera. You're ignoring the red flags or you're in denial about them. You're either in denial or ignoring them. And if these flags are huge red flags, do yourself a favor and do them a favor as well, I guess. But do yourself a favor and have the courage to face up to these red flags, call them for what they are, and decide, make an informed decision now that you're out of denial mode or out of like rose-tinted glasses mode. Do yourself a favor and ask yourself if you really, really want to be in that relationship. Whether you have been in this relationship for a while and been ignoring the red flags, you know your gut's telling you something's not right. You know it. Either your gut or your, 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 your thoughts are running crazy as you're lying in bed all night thinking, no, something doesn't feel right. Something is just not right, you know, depending on where you, how you process stuff, whether you're analytical and, or whether you're more of a gut kind of person. But your body's going to be telling you something is not right. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. It's not going to go away. It's there because your body is giving you a sign that perhaps you don't want into, to take intellectually into mind. But do yourself a favor. Stop being in denial of the red flags, if there are red flags. See them for what they are and ask yourself, if I still have these red flags several months or several years down the road, is this how I want to be living my life? Is this what I deserve from my life? Is this what my, my family deserves? Is this what my children deserve? Is this what everyone around me, my business, my everything, because they will be affected if those red flags are bad enough, it's going to affect a lot of other areas of your life. So don't ignore them face them and deal with the thought of having them in your life for the next several years and see if that's what you want. I'm going to guess that if they're serious enough, it is not what you want. All right, my lovelies, I hope this has served you and I hope that it's given you some things to think about if you're in a relationship, getting into a relationship or want to get into a relationship to analyze and see if this is the right relationship for you. Uh, next week, as I mentioned, I'll be doing the other five things to think about, other five things to consider whether you actually want to be in that relationship at all. As I mentioned earlier on, I'm always happy to give you a 30-minute free coaching consultation because you are my lovely dear listeners and I appreciate you. So click on the Calendly link and don't forget to click on the six minute daily diary link as well. I promise you it is an amazing diary. It's given me so much to sit and reflect on and help me on my own journey of empowering myself and creating my best version of myself. All right, that's it for today. I will see you next week. And until then, stay blessed and stay bold. Bye. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Love You Want podcast. I hope you learned something from this episode. Before you go, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star rating and a positive review. For the links and resources mentioned, you may go to the show notes. Thanks and see you again next week for another intimate session with me, your host, Anne Helbring.